um, my not having all of my teeth right now might trump all the stories. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. Uh, yeah. <laughs> how's your, how's yeah. your how are your teeth going? Yeah, so that'll probably just be the open. It'll just be that. <laughs> just be, oh, whoa, that is. Wow, <laughs> you moved from behind that mic, and it really changes yeah, the yeah, view. Yeah, that, that's that's why I have the mic in front of my face because I got this going on. I look like I look like the uh, the lost brown trailer park boy. Welcome to the Kids Are All Left. My name is Dan Matthews, and tonight joining me is my co-host, Matt Siddiqui, and our senior military correspondent, Alex Payette. And I'll tell you what, this is, I think, the first time in a long time we've had all three of us here. Yeah, so well, Alex is... is usually working at three in the morning when we record. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or, or sleeping, I guess. Yeah. So this is a, this is a pretty big moment for us, and it comes... Just before the election, which is very exciting. Yeah, Perhaps one of our last episodes. Technically, it's election day right now. At least technically, it is not where I am. For, no, yeah, it's, it's not election day. For, for two thirds of us, it's election day. I believe. For... I, I believe the office of the kids are all left only recognizes Mountain Time. <laughs> Kenneth, on Mountain Time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, how's everybody doing? How's how are we feeling about the election? Um. Well. I mean, in the last week, I uh, lost my tooth and the Cubs won the World Series, so I'm pretty sure Donald Trump is going to be president. Okay, moving right along from that one. Alex, <laughs> how are you feeling? <laughs> you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm relieved. Honestly, you know, I voted today. Uh, early voting has been a thing here uh, in Colorado. Like, they, they opened the polls like a week ago. Uh, I, I voted, which means I got the I, I voted sticker, which means I get left alone. I'm walking across campus tomorrow. All just nice. It was ready. It was ready for nice. it. Just you know, decompress. I, I see you. I see you already have it on the sweatshirt that you're wearing to record this podcast because we mm-hmm. we uh, video chat while we're doing this. I'm assuming that's the sweater you're wearing tomorrow. Uh, or if not, I'm going to transfer it over. Okay. All right. Well, I, what about uh, my shield? What about the adhesive? Though? I mean, it's part of the uniform for tomorrow. So just... <laughs> 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 you know, not, not. I'm not going to deal with that again. I. Uh, I I, I voted absentee, so I didn't get a sticker, but I but I did vote. I I did I was able to vote early. I was a little worried that my ballot wouldn't arrive in time for it to get to St. Louis in time, but I got here last weekend or last late last week. So as long as the post office didn't lose it, I think it's probably in St. Louis by now. I'll tell you what, if I didn't get one of these stickers, I would tattoo it on my forehead to get these people away from me. <laughs> it is the worst thing in the world. They go so. There's a place on campus. It's called the Plaza. It's right outside the LSC, the Lori Student Center. And I mean, it's always bad where people are trying to hand you coupons and stuff. They're always trying. I don't know. They're always trying to get me to get piercings, which I'm not gonna get. <laughs> and I, I don't know why. I mean, they're heavily discounted, so that's nice. But that's uh, good. Well, you always want to go for the discount piercings. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. For your first one, I think it's important you go to the shadiest place you possibly can. That way, it's yeah. only only up from there uh i went to i went to claire's for mine i think it's very important to go to claire's (laughs) at your local mall 
I went to Spencer's. <laughs> Spencer Gifts. Yeah. Actually, yeah, Spencer actually, Gifts. actually, it was it wasn't actually the Claire's. It was the alley behind the Claire's. Ah, they okay. said that's how they do it for everybody, but I feel like. I feel like when I handed him 20 bucks cash and he said, yeah, I work for Claire's in a deep baritone, <laughs> maybe, maybe I should have gone inside first. So did you, did you get a lip piercing and it got infected and that's why you don't have a fucking tooth now? Is, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm actually, I'm actually uh, Seth Green's brother from Rat Race. <laughs> See, you know, I actually got a free, uh, a free piercing uh if i bought a lava lamp and a mankini at spencer so i was like i mean why not like this this just feels like three things that i've been wanting for a while so back to politics <laughs> I, I believe the politics of uh of claire's versus spencer's versus hot topic uh getting where to get your piercings is very important yeah, well, that's a well, that's a long conversation. We'll have to save that for uh, after the election. Post election, post election, the live stream. Post, That'll be for yeah, tomorrow night. A, oh my god! Post election political <laughs> just, podcast. And just then an hour, just an hour of the live stream talking about hot topic versus Spencer gifts. <laughs> Sounds good. And then, yeah, and then we're good. obviously going to have the American Apparel versus Urban Outfitters debate as well. Oh, it's Urban Outfitters. They, oh. sell, they sell vinyl at Urban Outfitters. Yeah, at marked up prices though. But that's again. Uh, I don't know. I got mine for like ten bucks. So. Oh really? Yeah. Is American is American Apparel the one that's got the Pornographic. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I like those guys. So (laughs) I like the cut of their jib. (laughs) So this election, guys. Speaking of speaking of people who probably like those ads, Donald Trump. (laughs) He uh, could be elected president as of as of tomorrow night. Yeah. So, uh, quick housekeeping thing before we move on. Uh, we're going to revisit this uh, bet on it segment that we had yeah, last time. Between I was about to ask you. I was about to ask you what what the odds are oh, yeah. uh, that he's going to win tomorrow night. <laughs> oh shit! I didn't have this set up for no reason Oops. whatsoever. <laughs> I usually have uh, set up uh, the the best segment, everyone's favorite segment of the show, and that segment, of course, is the one that everyone knows as. God damn it! I was not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's everybody's favorite segment. Everyone's segment. God damn it, I was not prepared. Oh, God damn it, I was not prepared. Here that's that's basically you know, the, the funny thing podcast. is. The funny thing is that I had no idea what you were setting up for because I don't listen to the show and I'm not on it. So <laughs> I didn't even know this was a segment. Everyone's everyone's favorite segment. There we go. That's good. That worked. So at the I wish end I'd of known. The, that was that was that was really solid. Perfect. No no Seamless. glitches there. Seamless. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the last episode, Alex and I made a bet as to whether or not Hillary Clinton's uh, chances, according to the 538 polls only forecast, would rise by 2% or more. He said they would. I said they wouldn't. When we last met, they were at around 64%-ish, maybe 65 as of this taping, they're at 70.9, so congratulations, Alex. Cuckoo! You win the bet. That is, by the way, in two weeks, it's my third win over a Redskins fan in a bet. <laughs> just got just to gotta get that in, don't you? <laughs> uh, uh, for those of you listening, uh, Alex is now doing the John Cena. They can't, see, can't me. see me. They could, no, they couldn't see me. They couldn't. <laughs> because, because you can't see him, you must know that you can't see him. The time, your time is up. His time is now. The, the, the video podcast is for premium subscribers only. I'm sorry. If you're listening to this, then uh, you, don't, you don't get the video. Uh, you can get it on howl.fm. <laughs> so 
how's the how's this election looking? This is uh, the final couple of days. We've had uh, some pretty big announcements recently. James Comey, uh, this this is funny. Like it must have been the day or so after we we finally released our uh, Comey podcast. James Comey comes out and it's like, yeah, no, I was just kidding. Oh my god, uh, this this doesn't oh, change our decision Comey. at all. Yeah, uh, so, I was I was just kidding. After all of the Senate races <laughs> have now flipped. Yeah. So James Comey basically sent uh, a letter to Congress on Sunday afternoon. Uh, really nice time to kind of get things in under the radar just before the election. That they had reviewed all of Huma Abedin's emails that they found on Anthony Weiner's confiscated computer, all seven hundred and fifty thousand of them, and there was nothing on them that uh, has made them change their minds about the uh, recommendation or no non-recommendation. To not convict, to not convict, or at least indict Clinton. How many negatives did you just use in that sentence? <laughs> a lot, there? a lot. <laughs> okay. I kind of stumbled through that one. Uh, I didn't really know where I was going to end up with that sentence before I started it. So that wait, she's still not being convicted or charged of a crime. Wait, I thought she was the under FBI arrest. still does not recommend charges be brought against Hillary Clinton when it come in in regards to breach of State Department. I, I did not have. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. I don't know. I just I'm sick of talking about this. To be completely honest, uh, are you saying <laughs> you're sick? Long? Are you saying you're sick and tired of Hillary Clinton's <laughs> damn emails? Yeah, yeah, I agree with Bernie Sanders. Yeah, on um, this one. So, so I here's the thing, right? Is it made it made a dent in the presidential uh, polling? Um, yeah, it made like a twenty percent dent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but like, which the chances? Not that's not the poll right, itself. Right, right. You know no, yeah, but not, not in which is. Even twenty percent was not enough of a debt to not still have Clinton winning by a wide margin, and then you come back um, after after like you know after the new the new letter saying never mind, haha, lol, jk, new phone who dis, uh, <laughs> back up to seventy point nine percent for Clinton, um, but it really really affected the Senate races, uh, especially um, Missouri and Indiana, which were both very close. Uh, Missouri was, was, has been close for, for a while uh, between uh, in Roy Blunt and Jason Kander, and uh, Indiana uh, had actually been far in favor of Evan Bay and then wasn't for a little bit and then still was. Uh, right before the emails, it was 72.9% chance of Bay and 27.1% chance of Young. Bay was polling at 50.3. Young was polling at 46.6. Uh, after the emails... Bay crashed, and he—he, I mean, he'd been on a downward trend anyway, and the emails did not help. Uh, And Bay now is pulling is now pulling at forty-seven point two to forty-nine point seven young, which puts his chance Mm -hmm. of thirty-one point four to young sixty-eight point six. This is according to five thirty-eight. What's the explanation there? What difference should it make to a Senate race? It's it's the down ticket stuff, right? It's that that a lot of Hillary voters, fewer Hillary voters, are going to show up. So those likely voters let become less likely to vote. It's I think it's it's also like the Donald Trump supporters who were going to stay home are now more likely to show up. So yeah. the shift was Same really idea. on uh like so before the the first James Comey letter, Donald like Republicans weren't so happy with Donald Trump and a lot of them weren't gonna weren't gonna show up. That means that you had more people going for Hillary and more people um who were going to go for the down ballot Democrats who now are 
looking more like the um they might either split their ticket or uh now that Donald Trump has Republicans coming back into the fray a little bit more um you'll, you're going to see a rise in likely Republican voters. So that's I think where yeah. the where the big adjustment was, um, was likely Republican voters. I I've, I've been looking especially at Missouri cuz that's the state in which I vote. Um it's right now it's it's 49.1% blunt, 48.3% candor as far as the polling goes, which is Really close, uh, too close for comfort. It's, it had been close for a while before, too. It was, I think, at, at Candor's peak, it was at 49.5% to Blunt's mm-hmm. 48.1 or something like that. Uh, and the chances had, had been close for a while. Really, Candor took, took the lead around the time that uh, that commercial went viral where he uh, assembles an assault rifle. Such <laughs> um, a cool commercial, by the yeah, way. Yeah, it's, 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 I mean, it's if really... If you haven't seen it. Yeah, check it out. It's, it's kind of surreal, but also really like, amazing. And like, also, it's a Democrat, which is... Uh, it's not a, a traditional Democrat commercial, um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, and so uh, this still seems like a race that I mean, you know, percent chance is not is not gospel um, unless it's you know something like Illinois where Duckworth is ninety six point nine percent expected to win. Um, so let me let me just tell you the way that I I think about this Missouri race really quickly, uh, and I would not be talking about it this way if if it were flipped, but this is like kind of the Democrat in me trying to explain it. Yeah. Uh, I call this too close to call. That's I, what I, think. I mean, it would be too close to call, I think, either way, right? Until, until the votes yeah. come out. Like 49.5 to 48.1 is, is damn close. Um, mm-hmm. I, I mean, obviously, I voted for candor, right? This is, this is the state in which I voted. And the show's called The Kids Are All Left. Um, so, <laughs> like, uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, I, I voted for candor, but, like, and I'm, I'm really glad that I retained my Missouri vote while living in Illinois because this is like this is a like a super, super close election. It might even come down to my vote. Who knows? Um, and uh, yeah. this this state is all, or this this election is important nationally because according to 538, uh, it is the second most likely Senate election to decide the majority in the Senate. So it has 68.1. Right. Or, uh, sorry. Sixteen point eight percent chance of deciding control of the senate between the democrats and the republicans yeah it's, it's, so it's this is it's, a it's, really it's, important right yeah election. missouri and indiana are, are are the right the two big ones uh missouri and north carolina oh, north carolina sorry yeah um but also i mean indiana is also there yeah indiana's fourth fourth yeah, yeah. What's, wait what's third nevada new hampshire new hampshire what the f- i don't understand what's happening right now oh right of course that's 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 Be- between hassan and Hassan and Ayo. yeah um yeah uh so so Which these is are, also too close to call. Yeah, these are these are all. Uh, and and by the way, that's too close to call. And that in that one, Hassan is is up. So, yes, she is. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's, that's. Oh hey, look at that! Look at that! I uh, she was up, and I I said it was too close to call. Good for me. <laughs> Pat on the back for Dan. Um, she's she's been up the whole time, but uh, it got real close recently. So yeah, yeah. Uh, which again, it's 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 the it's the down ticket stuff that that that's really hurting. Um. Hurting Democrats after here. the after this Comey after, stuff after the Comey scandal, yeah, because because uh, again, five thirty eight election projections uh, for the Senate had a seventy two point eight percent chance of, of the Democrats taking control of the Senate on October twenty eighth, and uh, again that fell steadily to now it's got a fifty point three to forty nine point seven uh, Republicans over Democrats percent chance, and again percent chance not gospel like fifty fifty chance. It's basically 50-50. Right, yeah. It's point. basically 50-50 chance, but with the Democrats having the edge in the presidential race, which means they would have the deciding vote of the president of the Senate. Um, right. But uh, So the, 
the the yeah. question is, uh, we've we've seen Hillary Clinton recover for the past couple of days uh, after James Comey's letter. Do we think that the Senate races are on a slight delay and we'll see that that jump up as well, or was this just a negative thing that hit them that uh, reenfranchised a uh, Donald Trump voters and they're not going away even after the letter? I mean, it was, it was so close to election day, like. It's, it's, yeah, but I mean, even even since then, like we saw Hillary Clinton jump up like seven points in the likelihood of winning the the presidential. Right. Yeah, uh, and, and I mean, I think I think it's clear that the, I think it's clear the Senate races are on a delay compared to the presidential races. But like, it does that delay? Is that just a delay in the polls? Or will, the, or will will that delay? You it know? would be so. Yeah, I guess, I'm suggesting a delay in the polls because yeah. the polls that have come out today, I guess, wouldn't reflect the decision. That was released on Sunday, on Sunday. Senate race-wise, because right. we're just now starting to see that decision reflected in the presidential polls. Alex, do you have a thought? Have yeah, well, thought. I think that, you know, with the news coming out when it did and then the tightening of the polls, I think you might have seen a lot of Clinton supporters be like, oh, no, 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 we really got to get out there. You know, mm -hmm. I, so, yeah, I expect it to have kind of a um, parabolic path and go right back up to kind of where things were, which is what we're seeing in the presidential odds. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So living in Colorado, the uh, the incumbent is Democrat, and he's had like a 98% chance of retaining his seat the entire mm -hmm. time. Yeah. So yeah. that's why it's really kind of surprising to me to hear like, oh, might lose because of this Comey thing. It's like, really? Like, why? Why would you? <laughs> well, and, and Roy Blunt, Roy Blunt is also the... no effect on us. Roy Blunt is also the incumbent in Missouri. Um so, so it's a challenger running against an incumbent with the Comey stuff hanging over the heads of the Democratic Party, right? It's not just because I mean, obviously, it's like it's a Clinton thing, but it's also like it's Clinton's top advisor and uh, like the DNC hacks and there's the like DNC so hacks, much, right? And like, I mean, but also like and and you know, like Weiner was also a top Democratic kind of person until he, he until Carlos Danger. Well, yeah, I'm gonna say until what five years ago. Sure, sure, I mean, sure. But like, but that that still like affects people that are like like can't the Democrats get these motherfuckers in line, right? Like, yeah. Um, well, does James Traffic can't still count against the Republicans? I mean, he'll stab yeah, you in the crotch the, like a gladiator. He's, what's the statute of limitations on sex scandals? He's, for a party? he's, he's. I mean, well, I, I, I don't know. Why don't you ask? Uh, why don't you ask Bill Clinton's uh, accusers who showed up at the debates? Uh, uh, I call that a Donald Trump move. <laughs> sure, but I mean, he's he. You know, they're separated, but he's still married to Hamid Abedin. Like, they're they're still married. <laughs> like, I'm just. I don't saying. know how long that's gonna last. Ob obviously, they're, it's yeah. not gonna last. Like, they're they're yeah. they're going like they're they're in the middle of the divorce, but they're still as of now married, and that's a that's like Clinton's number two, number three, maybe. Yeah. So obviously, with the with the polls, uh, like all these forecasts that we're looking at, the five thirty eight forecast, the upshot. Um, the Princeton model, whatever, you, whatever you're looking at, they do not. The LA Times, LA. I'm talking about poll aggregators, but yes, also the oh, LA oh, Times poll. Um, uh, real clear they politics. don't factor in. Real clear politics is the, yeah, real clear politics. They don't factor in early voting. Yeah, right. In which the Democrats have had significant leads in certain states. So uh, we know that going into election day, uh, Hillary Clinton has a significant advantage in both Florida and Nevada. So my question for you guys is, related to the, the, uh, the Senate, Nevada has a close race going on between Catherine Cortez Mastro, Maestro and uh, Joe Heck. Do we think that 
perhaps in other states, early voting, Hillary Clinton's obviously superior get-out-the-vote effort, the ground game that she has, will make up for the deficits uh, that the senators, or that, like the, poten- the potential senators are running into right now. For example, um, Jason Kander. Do we think that Jason Kander actually has a better chance than the polls are suggesting because of the early vote that there could have been in Missouri? Um, I mean, I mean, maybe. I I don't know. I don't know. That 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 that's a tough question. Like po- po- possibly, but I think you know, like the the polls are are like they don't they don't ask about early voting, but they just ask likely voters, right? Like, does early voting really make that big of a difference? Is it like is it asking people like are you like oh are you going to vote on election day? Because it's not. Yeah. I th- I think that it's just asking voters, and voters say what they're they're going to do as voters. Right. Yeah, that's true. But it's I guess that the difference is that like. Tons of Democrats have already voted. There's real data that suggests that the Democrats are out there overperforming their polls. But I think I think Democrats are more likely to early vote as well, right? Like, is is I mean I don't I don't I don't have data to back that up. I, that's just that's just like my head. Like that's just I feel like conventional wisdom. Um, but I don't know. Like that, I feel so like, I feel I feel like just Democrats are more likely to, to to vote early. High propensity voters and voters who can't be swayed by news stories are more likely to vote regardless right. of whatever side they're on there's there's no okay real different like they're like it's not like 60 percent of early voters are democratic or anything like yeah. that it's mostly it's mostly equal but the people the people who already voted wouldn't have been swayed by the james comey story i'm just wondering if the democrats due to their like superior get out the vote ground game effort perhaps have a larger advantage and you can say yes or no to that that was just a Something I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know the answer. Do you, do you have an okay. idea, Alex? I mean, I don't. I don't think it matters. No, I don't. I don't think that. I mean, a vote's a vote, no matter when you cast it. So I'm not sure that it makes a difference. It's not like you know. It's easy to to think of this in terms of like sports, where like, oh, you got a little momentum or anything like that. You know, like, oh, you got a big lead. We close all the East Coast polls, and suddenly all these states are coming in. Like, oh, look at this giant lead. This person jumped out and like. Yeah, it doesn't really work that way though. Like the, de- the decisions were already made, but you know, I don't, I don't think it does matter. Yeah, I think it's it's kind of like uh, halftime in a football game or something. Like if one team obviously has a lead, and like both teams have like like score the same amount of points in the second half, then the team with the lead at halftime wins. Yeah, but it's not like you know what I mean. It's not like football because all of the points have already been scored. They're already they're already scored. By the time you find out about who got what state, that decision was already made. Right. So but it's I'm not just... like finding out that Florida to, did something has that great of an op- you know a chance to to impact anything that's going to happen in I don't know Nevada, right? Well, like... so what I'm what I'm saying is that like for so let's take uh, New Hampshire, Maggie Hassan versus Kelly Ayotte. They have a uh, there's a 51 for Maggie Hassan, the Democrat percent chance of uh, winning according to 538 versus a 48.3 percent chance for Kelly Ayotte. Um, my suggestion is that due to the fact that Democrats have outperformed to this point due to early voting, they can split 50-50 the votes tomorrow and Maggie Hassan will still win because of the early voting efforts that the Democrats have Yeah, but the in. pool's the same, though, right? The pool of people's still the same. So all these people who've been responding to these polls, that, you know, 
it doesn't matter if they voted yesterday, a week ago, or they vote tomorrow, their answer is still going to be the same. So you're taking just from the people who supported the Democrat, right? I mean, my... Am I way off in my thinking? Yeah, I feel, I feel the, the polls don't don't discriminate between early voters and, and regular voters. That's that's true, but I mentioned this earlier. The Democrats have been outperforming the polls in early voting. Right, but that's just, I don't know. Maybe, I mean, maybe, right? I, I, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying, but mm-hmm. th- maybe that's... <laughs> if, if, uh, if... Like what? What? What kind of chances do do well, do, do the do okay. the, the, the answer then? Well, the answer then would to to the question of like, well, they're outperforming the polls in early voting. Okay, well then they underperform at the polls, mm, right? No, and, and that, that, that's so, so you guys and think it all they will right? Possibly they underperform, okay. underperform the polls yeah. tomorrow. But well, right. my my, my question is 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 what kind of like like what are we looking at if they perform to the polls tomorrow and ap- after having outperformed the polls? Right, not not a fifty fifty split. But after having outperformed the polls, they perform to where the polls are showing. Uh, you know, for example, uh, where where. In- well, I think that's Dan's question. I mean, and I think I think that's what Dan's getting at. Driving at this being, uh, regardless of the closeness of the projections that the Democrats are going to win more of these races, because yeah, because of the they're going to yeah yeah. They've, yeah, they're they going to get, gonna get you know forty nine percent of the vote tomorrow, but they've already gotten eight percent of the vote. Right, they're mm-hmm. they're starting with a lead, and right. I get what you guys are saying is that those voters that have already voted are built in to the model already yeah. because of the fact right. that they they're respondents and uh, the five thirty eight or whatever model doesn't discriminate between early voters and people who vote on voting day. They just look at all of the voters together, and this is the model that they've come out with. These are the likelihood. These are likely chances. That's what you're saying, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I guess um, we'll we'll kind of end this segment with um, my 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 opinion is that I think Democrats are going to outperform the polls tomorrow because of the way that I look at the polls. What do you guys think? What's what's your prediction tomorrow? How do you think the Democrats are going to do uh, Senate Senate wise? We're talking about the Senate here, and then we're going to move on. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna outperform the polls because of lag. Yeah, I think. I think they're gonna outperform specifically the most... because of early voting, which should have already been accounted for, but right. because you know the top of the tickets on an upswing. Yeah, going into I, the last I, th- day. I think. I think it's gonna look pretty much like it looked on October twenty eighth, like or, or like you know just 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 before the uh, the the Comey letter, like whatever mm-hmm. the projections were around then is closer to what it's gonna be. Um, as far as as far as the vote, so that if, or, but I but I mean, Evan Bay really fucked up Indiana, so he might actually still lose Indiana. But this, he's going to lose Indiana. Yeah, but the yeah. but you know the um, uh, New Hampshire and uh, and Missouri, um, and I think North Carolina. No, not North Carolina. New Hampshire, New Hampshire, Missouri, which were both uh, projected a higher percentage for for the Democrats, are still going to go Democrat. Indiana might mm-hmm. still go Republican. Okay. Man, Evan Good. Bay, Evan Bay screwed that pooch. Yeah. Okay, so the campaigns going back to the presidential election have been going all over the place recently with a host of some really exciting stars. So I just kind of wanted to get you guys thoughts on this. Uh, Melania Trump's first big speech since the RNC happened just a couple days ago. Uh, what were your thoughts? Well, I've got a I've got a quote from it 
Okay. Um, she was talking about just the adversity that uh, you know their campaign has has faced, and she said that um, you need to never give in, never give in, never, 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 in nothing, great or small, large or petty, never give in except to convictions of honor and good sense. And that's a powerful line, I think. It's a Winston Churchill quote, yes. <laughs> she didn't. She didn't say that. It's it's Churchill. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, "What's even? What are we saying anymore?" I I I I I blanked out like uh, like Donald Trump talking about Mosul. Yeah, actually, that joke no. Kills here's, with here's a, British here's historians. A, here's a here's a real quote though. Um, oh. The only thing to fear is no. I'm, yeah. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding, you guys. I was so proud of myself when I thought of that joke, and it got nothing. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly like just like lost what you were even saying. Um, but actually, here's a here's a real quote uh, from from that. It's uh, here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the <laughs> troublemakers. Okay, so here, no, but for real though, guys, this is a real one. Uh, we choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things. Uh, here's not because they are easy. How frustrating! But because they are hard. Is, <laughs> how frustrating it is for you guys to make the same joke that I made and get a way better get reaction. Get a way better. Yeah, yeah. No, once I, you a tumbleweed once blew you, by once me. You, once you explained <laughs> the joke and we can we can build worse jokes on top of it. It's hilarious. Just like this quote so from, a, from from where where uh, it's. Uh, <clears throat> Um, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. We're we're the Dane Cook of. Uh... <laughs> uh, well, I also, excuse I like, you. No, I'm I Carlos like, I like Mencia. Your explanation. I like your explanation here. That uh, well, the joke got funnier once you explained it. Like that's never been true. No, 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 never... it, no. It was it was just better. <laughs> it was just better for us once you explained it, and then we could make it worse. <laughs> anyway. My mom will love anyway. that joke. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, she gave a speech. Uh, the big thing about the speech was that she wants to cut down on uh, cyberbullying. So thoughts? Which, which uh, I believe, I believe uh, her first step is asking Twitter to ban at real Donald Trump. <laughs> uh, well, you know what's funny I is saw, I saw a delete your account joke come in there. I, yeah. I was like, yeah, this one's definitely yeah. it's ripe for this one. Uh, what I liked about this is. Not two days after Melania gave this speech, reports came out that uh, Trump's campaign had wrested control of his Twitter account away from him. <laughs> well, they were true to their word. The campaign is trying desperately to <laughs> cut down on cyberbullying. Yeah. After I mean, his fight with Jon Stewart. Listen, like she put her money where her mouth was. She said that she wanted to cut down on cyberbullying, and... She, she then stole Donald Trump's Android. So, <laughs> so good, good for her. Uh, also, Obama, I thought this was funny. I was uh, following the campaign like last week. It was either Thursday or Friday. And there were photos coming out. Obama spent one of those days literally following Donald Trump around Florida, uh, like city to city, oh, yeah. giving yeah. rallies immediately after Donald Trump left. Actually, actually. So, <laughs> That reminds me of uh, there was a joke on Wait Wait Don't Tell Me, where um, where they basically said that because like you know when Barack when the uh, the Golden State Warriors came to the White House like 
he told like you know like he was giving like tips to Steph Curry and Clay Thompson like oh you need to get like your arms in more like stop like elbowing right. people and they're like mm-hmm. they should just like every time a team wins from now on they should get to meet the president but the president should just be Barack Obama they should just get to meet Barack <laughs> Obama <laughs> like screw whoever's in office that should just be his job until until he dies you know I was watching some speeches of his today and I think they should extend that a little bit more to all public speeches as well. <laughs> I think I think I think Barack Obama should just be the face of the presidency. Are you just, are you just advocating for a king in the United States, King Barack Obama? No, no, yeah. no. He doesn't. No, yes, actually, yeah. Like like the way the British have yeah, have absolutely. a have a king or no, queen. No, that's 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 an episode of The West Wing. Uh, Alex, which episode is it? No, you don't know off the top of your head. No, no, I don't remember. It's an episode. There's it might be season seven actually. Alex, what do, what do we have you on for if you can't just quickly remember the exact Look, episode the Sorkin, name you're, and number? You are the of, Sorkin the guy. Yeah, come yeah, on. I mean, man. I'm gonna guess it's a Lord John Marbury episode it's where not, they no. talk about. No, no, giving... no. It's a, it's a senator that's like that's like we're going to, let's we should institute a king in America. Oh, Alex. I thought it was them talking about uh, giving uh, giving titles to people, and uh, Leo is just like, you know, we can't just make someone into like a duke, and Lord John Marbury is just like, yes, well, as you know, I'm incredibly stupid. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought, was, I thought it was from that that episode, but. Sorry. Yeah. Alex, what? you're a senior Aaron Sorkin correspondent, and you can't even. I mean, come on, <laughs> get it together. That's how we introduce you at the end, at the beginning of every episode. It's the it's the post. It's the, it's post Sorkin. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty <laughs> okay. sure post Sorkin. Yeah. yeah. Post Sorkin. Okay. I don't need to know. You're right. right. You're right. Fair enough. So uh, we had a, we had a couple other uh, appearances over the weekend by some uh, pretty famous people. LeBron James campaigning with Hillary Clinton. Yeah, LeBron James got top billing. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, which was uh, completely appropriate because it was in Cleveland. Yeah, they're kind don't, of... Uh, don't let all these campaign events, though, don't let you know, these campaign events distract you from the fact <laughs> that Hillary Clinton may very well blow a 3-1 lead, lead. <laughs> in, the, in the general <laughs> election. Oh, my God. If that actually happens, Christ. Oh, my God. That's She's was, close. Oh, they're going to... Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You guys, we can't air this until I figure out how to do Photoshop. I'm going to make... Uh, Seal the president with a crying Jordan face. Okay, do it, please. I can do someone, that. Someone teach me how to use this, no, I'll, I'll, this I'll, software. I'll, I'll have it by the end of the show. Okay. Uh, so we had uh, LeBron James in Cleveland, and then later that night, or the night before, I can't remember which one, uh, there was a Beyonce concert, which, by the way, this was genius. Um, the Beyonce concert tickets were free in Cleveland, but they were given out right across the street from an early voting center. So you got your free Beyonce tickets for the, for the Hillary Clinton campaign, and then they said, no, go across the street and vote. I pretty mean, smart move pretty by smart. the Democrats. Yeah. Uh, Jay-Z was there. Lady Gaga was uh, with Clinton tonight in North Carolina. Bruce Springsteen and Bron Jovi were with Clinton in Pennsylvania earlier today. Chance the, Rop- the Rapper led <laughs> thousands of... Uh- Chance the Rock. Chance, Chance the Rocker is uh is the name of my Chance the Rapper cover <laughs> band where we do all chants in rock. That would be kind. I of actually cool. would really like to hear I that. Totally, I like to I see. I totally uh, want to hear that now. Actually, yeah. Uh, so Chance the Rapper led hundreds or thousands. It's debatable of people. Or hundreds of thousands. Hundred, hundreds or thousands. Uh, to no. uh, an early voting us. station in Chicago a couple days ago, which was pretty neat. Uh, now on the other side, there was Ted Nugent. For Donald Trump, did Chachi show and up? And then, huh? Did, Proud, Chachi, uh, did Chachi show up this time? Yeah, I haven't heard a lot about Chachi, but I think uh, the, 
all the political correspondents that I follow for this stuff uh, have been ignoring Chachi for not just not just this election cycle, but decades. <laughs> Is Ted Nugent, a, are, you, are you telling me Chachi isn't Donald Trump's Latino surrogate? He's man, he's really <laughs> trying to be. But um, uh, Ted Nugent is really frustrating because uh, they call him the Motor City Madman, and uh, I'll tell you, he is like every part of Michigan that's not Detroit. Is basically, <laughs> is pretty much <laughs> Ted Nugent land, Nugentland. Uh, Nugent, I, I like that. Thing. It's like Newfoundland. In the Lower Peninsula, except, I don't know. Upper Peninsula, they do their own and, thing and, <laughs> and kind of <laughs> a little bit anti-Semitic. <laughs> A lot today. Just a scotch. And then uh, tonight there was big news uh, for Trump surrogates. Breaking. Da 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 da. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick <laughs> write a note to Donald Trump saying that they, that they endorse him. You've got to hear the no, note. No, Bill though. Belichick wrote the note. Bill, yeah. Bill Belichick wrote the note. Brady gave him a call. Brady gave him a call and said that he had already voted for him. Right. But that was so that was this afternoon, allegedly, when the call happened. Brady was on uh, a talk show, a sports talk show this morning saying he hadn't voted. So that's not interesting unless you know that uh, (laughs) Massachusetts early voting ended yesterday. So today he couldn't have voted. So in the morning he hadn't voted. In the afternoon he had voted for Trump. And the time in between, no. I mean, were whatever. Open. He probably maybe filled out his ballot already. So he's going to drop it off in the morning. I mean, yeah. You think? I mean, yeah. I think. I think in the case of Brady, yes, he's wearing Trump hats, all this stuff. Okay. Whatever. He's going to vote for the guy. Belichick. Let's talk about that because there's no fucking way that guy wrote that fucking letter. <laughs> you have to, you have to listen <laughs> to the letter. Absolutely. Okay. No way. Real quick. Real quick. I will say, I'm reasonably certain that Bill Belichick is voting for Donald Trump, but. Yeah, I don't think he wrote Let's, that letter. Based on what? Can we please hear the letter? The letter is so good. Okay, so the, the, letter, the letter is, uh, congratulations on a tremendous campaign. You have dealt <laughs> with an unbelievably slanted and negative media. Wait, do, 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 you, have, you, don't come out Bill, you don't have a Bill Belichick impersonation, Dan? I do not have a Bill Belichick person, Sad. Uh, impersonation. Sad. Uh, you've proven to be the ultimate competitor and fighter, and your leadership is amazing. I've always had great respect for you, but the toughness and perseverance you've displayed over the past year is remarkable. Hopefully tomorrow's league. election will give you the results you need to make America great again. Best wishes for great results tomorrow, Bill Belichick. He did not write that no, letter. Part of no me way he wrote that believes that for even half a second that Bill Belichick had anything to do with the drafting of that letter. Yeah, anybody who follows the NFL knows that Bill Belichick's press conferences or any speeches that he gives or if you ever talk to him are no longer than five words. Like good, great, <laughs> yeah. you know. <laughs> He believes we'll in the economy of language. Right. So it was right. so, so <laughs> really the word just been make America great again, Bill Belichick. So my my favorite comment on this is that or my favorite theory is that the person who wrote this letter also wrote Donald Trump's uh medical records letter. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, his his yeah. doctor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So I mean <laughs> it's it's weird that Bill Belichick is Donald Trump's doctor. That's like what I've I think, kind of found yeah, about. It was uh, no, like... no no no. It wasn't it wasn't the doctor. It was it was the doctor's wife whose tweet big wet ass got all that. I feel I feel like a lot of uh, a lot of New Englanders would love for Bill Belichick to be their doctor. 
Bill Belichick would basically just say that they're questionable. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game time decisions. <laughs> Every single one of them. Uh, Doc, did uh, did we get the results of that biopsy back? We're under pneumonia. Like, what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait, can I ask you a question? <laughs> oh, so yeah, he didn't write it. He didn't write it. No, there's oh. no part of me. No I... part of me believes he's, that he wrote that. There, I mean, there's no way he wrote it. You've proven to be an ultimate yeah, yeah, competitor and fighter. Bill Belichick hasn't even said that God, about Tom I swear to God, Brady. I could have been standing over him <laughs> watching him write that, and I would not believe he had written that letter. <laughs> Dan, Bill Belichick hasn't even said that about Tom Brady. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> oh, man. Big week, guys. Big so week. what do you guys think actually did happen there? Do you think, do you think that... I, I mean, obviously, we're all, we're all in agreement here. That was written by somebody else. Do you think Belichick even signed it, or do you think that that um, I don't, someone I don't, in the campaign I don't think that... was like, "Hey, hey, would you make a statement in support of Donald Trump?" And he was just like, "No, just say whatever. I endorse him. Fine." I I think that uh, that letter, like, I, I think I think there was never even a call to Bill Belichick. Yeah, I, well, well, he I would deny that. that, though, right? I mean, there was no reason for him to not comment on it. Just be like, no, I didn't say any of those things. I, I think, I mean, it could have just been at the end of the Brady call from earlier today. Like, and what about Belichick? Yeah, him too, or something like that. You know? <laughs> yeah, they've got the same publicist. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it's like Bill Belichick. Guy, like for all that we, for everything we know about him through Deflate Gate and and the the. Uh, sideline filming scandal and everything the guy isn't overly eager to get involved with the press or anything yeah, yeah. Uh, anything related to controversy he's, he's kind of more of a football related person and it doesn't make any sense to me for what i know about bill belichick and his personality why he would even endorse a candidate i mean he's he's probably the only nfl head coach who's endorsed a candidate like this, this is not Bill Belichick's mo at well, all. Well, Pete Carroll probably endorsed someone who claims that nine eleven was an inside job. Oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Pete, Pete so. Carroll's Pete Carroll's a huge Jill Stein supporter. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he actually probably is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah but I but no, I, I mean, why that. would you not? Why would you not deny it though? Why don't you, you know, like the statement gets made, and then you know you're hanging up on reporters. Why not just be like, yeah, I don't know why he thought i said that but i didn't because i don't know maybe, so maybe that, that's what makes me believe that that he authorized a ghostwriter to not realizing that he'd sound that stupid <laughs> like, an like he authorized person. them basically to make a statement saying that yes i will vote for john trump i think that's what i think that's basically what he was like yeah yeah sure go ahead do that nothing more and they're like he's endorsed us draft 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 you know this isn't even Kellyanne Conway language, though. I mean, no, it's Donald Trump with a blank letter. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly no, no, what it is. No, no, it's, yeah. no, that's no. It. sorry, that's sorry. It. You think there's an actual physical letter? I don't think there's an actual physical letter. I think that was all. He was looking down. No, he was looking down. He, he held up down. a letter. It was an actual. Yeah, he had a piece of paper. Was, was he it, was waving it around. Were there words on it? <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I think he just uh, that, that was him just looking at a blank piece of paper yeah. and just being like. If someone were to endorse me, no. what would they have to say? No well, way. I'm a tremendous Th fighter. This, <laughs> this tremendous was fighter. <laughs> there. There were words written down. Donald Trump can't complete sentences like this, ad lib. 
He cannot do that. He's in, uh, incapable of he can, incapable of speaking this well. And no, this is a stretch no, no. for him. Big no, he is. He is because the sentence. The sentence is uh, you actually, um, you misquoted the 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 letter this? that's supposedly being quoted. I, I well, because I was, what he says. Sorry, you're right. I was looking on the Donald, which is never a good place to go for. for so what he actually quotes. said um, is the claim. So Donald Trump as he's improvising this, says <laughs> that Bill Belichick said, you have dealt with an incredible slanted and negative media, which is not an adverb. Incredible. So, with that, but that's how Trump speaks, yeah. though. Yeah. Is using adjectives as adverbs and you know so by the way i would yeah, i, I would was, love to have donald i think he's trump making up as he went I, I would love to have donald trump on my improv team because he can he can really get those yeah, words out it, bigly he can get some laughs oh <laughs> god oh, oh, some gut busters <laughs> i mean when he says stuff people listen as uh <laughs> as, uh as, that's definitely true I, and we saw him in the debate get a huge laugh saying no one respects women more than he does and <laughs> yeah, he got you're a right, fucking you're right. laugh Dude knows how to work a crap. Entire planet. Yeah. And and as Alec Baldwin said on uh, SNL, uh, I've said it, and now half the country believes it. Yep. So. Who did you read that Onion article I sent in yeah. the group chat? <laughs> I didn't read the whole article. I read the headline, which is all you need for any article. Yeah. I mean, well, at one point it's just like, you know, I've had all these people. They've been listening to me, and they spent hours, and weeks, and months trying to figure out, you know, exactly what I mean, what these policies would look. And I just got to say it, which was so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, that, that does kind of explain the campaign. Oh, that's not that explains it bigly. <laughs> bigly. Yes, it does. Okay, so plans for tomorrow. What are our plans for tomorrow? We will be live streaming uh, from the 55 to the 10 every hour. And we're going to try to. Or more. I, I'm still, I'm still more. in favor of more. Okay. Well, well, we'll see where it goes. We'll probably end up with more. Um, around uh, six fifty-five p.m. If I can get home, otherwise, we'll we'll just kind of pick up within that hour, uh, and then uh, we're going to publish the full thing at the end of the night or the next morning, whenever we, whenever we can, and we're just going to keep going until the election's called. I guess. Um. So, yeah, fun guys. Yeah, we'll uh, see you guys tomorrow, Alex. You have to call in at some point. I'm gonna try to. Um, I will not be getting off of work until about nine thirty ish. Okay. Well, do, do you have any friends who could call instead? <laughs> 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 what? I'm just curious. Wait, will they, we need. Will they, I want to get some. They, they call as me. We can, they call as what? you. We can. We got people. Yeah, they're gonna call as me. Yeah. Are they impersonating me? Or... Yeah, Alex, I want to call as you. We can... Or I just know interesting people who could be on the show. We can, we can get uh, uh, Nick Applebaum, my co-host from Podcast for Arangelay. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure I, we, we just. I think we need some talking heads. We need some. Uh, we need. You know what I really want is somebody who like pretends to know the facts about the election, but just completely bullshits their way through it. And, uh, and completely makes it up. Us? So they are us. impersonating me. <laughs> that, that is us. <laughs> That's. That's like I was on a I was on a hockey pod a hockey uh, uh, radio stream like three months ago. I don't know shit about hockey. <laughs> I'm just like bullshitting my way through. Like, yeah, man, Tarasenko is really doing great for the Blues. Um, you know, yeah. like that's... and then they and, but then they, and then they go off topic for five minutes and you'd be like, but back to Tarasenko though. <laughs> yeah, guys, can we, can... it's weird because you've got the look of someone who knows about hockey. 
Sure. It's, yeah. That's a good point. I got, yeah. I've, got, I've got the look of someone who knows about hockey. Jose Cuevas. So before we go tonight, we have one final bet on it before the election. Uh, I believe you mean one final. Yes, we do. That's that is exactly what I mean. And uh, we're going to make things a little bit more interesting here because there are three of us. So we've all gone to 270towin.com and filled out our <laughs> our election equivalents of March Madness, our brackets for tomorrow, for how we think the election is going to turn out. Uh, and I'd like each of us to just kind of quickly read uh, some highlights from each one. So I'll go first. Uh, I have Clinton at uh, 341 electoral votes, Trump at 197 electoral votes. I think she's going to take all the big swing states. Um, She's going to take Florida, North Carolina, uh, Nevada, New Hampshire, and Pennsylvania all easily. And the kicker to make things interesting is I think she's taking Ohio. So that is my theory. Uh, Alex, do you want to go next? Uh, Yeah, I've got Clinton 290, Trump 248. Um, I mean, partially. One, I mean, you guys are both predicting some real blowouts here. Yeah, we are. Things going to be a little bit closer. Well, we are all left, so. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think that this does really reflect um, well, the, but, the relative leftness I mean, of the I mean, hosts if, and if, correspondents. If we give <laughs> if we give Trump Ohio and Florida, then she's down to two ninety five, which is pretty close to your two ninety. It's just she's getting two big swing states in both of our projections. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and, I, and you know, part of it was one I wanted to reflect the closeness of it. Another was I just you know, it's not fun if you uh, have the same map. I agree. So yeah, I gave totally I gave Trump Ohio and Florida. Uh, I have an interesting theory about the Florida one. If you guys want to hear it, yeah, absolutely. Little Marco, uh, do that... little Marco. No, but oh man, I can try to incorporate him. <laughs> well, it involves it involves people like Lil Marco. Um, where oh, you him Lil Marco this time? Lil Marco. Lil Marco. Um, I'll tell you if he if he wants a career in reggaeton, that is a fantastic name for a reggaeton artist. <laughs> Lil Marco. <laughs> Yeah, Lamarco. I love it. Lamarco. Lamarco. <laughs> but no, so, you know, a week ago, the um, uh, the Hispanics, as Trump would call them, uh, I don't had think be that a polite, pretty big yeah, turnout. Well, I mean, at, at the, yeah, I, I guess at the, the Latinos. at the very best, at the very best, you'd refer to them as the Hispanics. Uh, had, <laughs> I was in Little uh, Havana. Pretty big turnout in Nevada for their early voting. And I think, you know, look, if I know white people like I think I know white people, nothing energizes them more than the thought that someone's going to sway an election, you know, who's not them. So, yeah, I think I think you're going to see some people, uh, you know, that was a real good get out the vote measure from, <laughs> from Nevada to Florida. Yeah, good. OK, that's my theory. I mean, I don't know if that's based in anything other than. I guess I don't know. Is that white guilt where I'm assuming that white people are all super racist and that's why they're going to vote? But I don't know. Um, I I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> I mean, no, me. is that white guilt? <laughs> so my math, I have um, Clinton winning three forty two and Trump winning one ninety. Um, one uh, and I have Evan McMullen winning Utah because go big or go home. Uh, I love it. Like yeah. fuck it, fuck it, man. Like yeah, it's like a tiebreaker. That's like a tiebreaker. Tie right, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, if if I think I mean it actually is a tiebreaker between your. I think yeah. if Evan McMullen wins Utah, period, regardless of whoever's closest, I win. I feel like I'm going to take that victory. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I I'll concede that one to you. Um, I think our our tiebreaker uh w- is Maine. the second districts yeah. of New of um no, I also have no. Um, we 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 have we have different districts of Nebraska, but only because I don't I don't know what the difference is between these two. Um, okay. We have Nebraska the same, but the only we, the only real difference we have is, and that's actually the only the only difference between all three of us because two of us agree on everything except for Maine, where uh, Alex has Maine going all red. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I have Maine going all blue, <coughs> and Dan has uh, Maine splitting. Maine splitting. Yeah. So. Um, it's like it's like mansplaining, <laughs> but like a state same joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know, man. Those people in Maine, the people in Maine are surprised. They're surprisingly like hillbilly. I I think yeah. No, I mean it could go it could go both directions. I mean, I don't know. They really are. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah. You wouldn't I mean, expect it, but it's, it's like. Well, I mean, it makes they, sense. They, they, some sometimes they they either they either speak with very annoying, like Bostonian accents. Or these weird, like, southern accents. Like, where the fuck do you think you are? Like, why are you speaking like this? Um, because, yeah. because, because Dan and I both agree on Ohio, Florida, and Nebraska. Dan and Alex both agree on Utah. Um, but Maine, we, uh, we don't have the exact oh, same. Yeah, Everything Maine. else we agree on. Um, so we're, we'll be watching for Maine, then, tomorrow night. Maine, Maine is, is, is our big differentiator between the three of us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I feel like there are a few other... I mean... I'm, I'm I just, have I'm just cause, cause Dan and fifty I... fewer electoral votes than you guys. But that's, that's, that's Ohio and Florida, period. <laughs> like, right. pretty much that's it. <laughs> like, but 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 Naim and I both agree on Ohio and Florida. So the interesting thing for all three of us is that we all disagree on Maine. Yeah, that's the thing, right? So uh, I think Maine's Dan gonna be split. Naim thinks Maine's going all blue. You think Maine's going all red? Yeah. Oh, um, wait, another. Can we do a um, side bet on it? Sure. Should I play the theme? Is that authorized? All right. Um, the theme, the side. Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you do it quietly though? Yeah, it's it's because it's a side. Yeah, that's perfect. By the way, we want to give uh, we um, want to give full credit to uh, Kenny Ortega and Zach Efron and uh, probably whoever did the music for High School Musical. Yeah, thank you so much for licensing that <laughs> to for us for licensing free. Licensing the four Fair the use. four seconds of bed on it to us. Yeah. <laughs> Put the side bed on it. Um, would be that when the LA Times Daybreak poll is right, I send one thousand <laughs> pictures of my bee hole to Dan. That's gonna be. I'm not gonna. I'm well, not gonna I don't agree to that bet, but I also don't think I can. I can change the outcome if you're right. I don't get a single. <laughs> I don't get a single butthole pick. Wow. Okay. No, because they're all gonna be Polaroids. I. It's. He's it's, gonna get a box. <laughs> gonna get. A, gonna get a box of them. Fucking. Fucking it's gonna white be like, Wow, these are actually all different shots. <laughs> like this is incredible. <laughs> How long did this take? How much did you spend did you on have these a friend Polaroids? Help you? <laughs> yeah, Polaroids are expensive. Did you already <laughs> yeah, have no, the I mean, Polaroid camera, or did you buy it new? No, the Polaroid it... camera's fine, but the I'm film gonna... the film costs a lot of money nowadays. Film is expensive, like, man. Those are expensive, yeah. expensive like pictures. Oh yeah, and I'm gonna sit there. I'm gonna watch each one develop lovingly. I really, I just, I really hope Evan McMullen wins Utah. Like, if nothing else, I mean, I definitely not just nothing else, but also, I really want Clinton to win, but. I also really want Evan McMullen to win Utah. I mean, that would just be embarrassing for the GOP. If he did. It really would. It I would think. Be, I think that'll be. be I don't know. Some the kick in the pants to the GOP they might need. Uh, maybe they'll heed it. Maybe they won't. But it'd be awesome if Evan McMullen wins Utah. Yeah. So to to explain the LA Times joke, I don't know. Have, have we ever done this? I think we talked Why? about it on it. I think we talked about it. We on talked it. About it, might it. Been, it might have been the last episode actually. Yeah, it could have well, been. Well, every time I'm on, I talk about the LA Times poll. Yeah. Well, so the LA Times poll, there were uh, 17 <laughs> polls. That were released today. Nineteen polls that were that were released today. National polls, uh, and they go like this: 
Clinton plus six, Clinton plus three, Clinton plus four, Clinton plus one, Clinton plus four, Clinton plus four, Clinton plus four, plus four, Clinton plus four, Trump plus two. That was the IBD TIPP poll. Then Clinton plus four, Clinton plus three, Clinton plus four, Clinton plus two, Clinton plus three, Clinton plus two, Clinton plus six, Clinton plus three, Clinton plus five, Trump plus five. Thank you, LA Times poll. All my faith. Bucking the trend. They are the hipsters of polling. No, oh, you guys are you guys are, are Clinton supporters. Well, I'll tell you what, you guys don't know what you're talking about. The new thing is Trump. That's uh, the LA Times poll. That's how I imagine the LA Times poll in my head. <laughs> I like that you think the LA Times is making the answers for their New York's hottest club is the responding. LA Times Daybreak poll. <laughs> They have everything. They have Rudy Giuliani being racist. They have Ted Nugent grabbing his balls. They have one black guy. <laughs> they have they have Reince Priebus. <laughs> they have an illegal model from the 1990s who might be the first lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, man, this, this we election didn't, really we didn't even talk about the fact that Rudy Giuliani is might be tapped as Trump's attorney general over Chris Christie. Oh, yeah, I knew I forgot. Oh, something yeah. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my God. Just Chris Christie. Just just so sad. Just I, sad. I sad. I, low, low energy, Christie. Um, you want to talk about a guy who's low energy? Oh that dude God, is low dude, I can't, energy. I, I can't imagine how much like it's high like, potential energy, though. <laughs> If you get that, you get that mask going. Did we, there's gonna. <laughs> did, did, was, it, was it was it this show we talked about, or was I talking with somebody else about the fact that like Christie was like the night before um, Pence was tapped. Christie was like they're like all right, Christie's gonna be the VP, and then like the campaign manager was like ah maybe yeah, not. Manafort. Yeah. And let's flip. And they were in Indiana. Look, they made they they were in Indiana and they they made a lie up about the plane being stopped so they could go talk to Mike Pence. To, and yeah. he became yeah, the yeah. vice presidential nominee. Um, Chris Christie's all this whole campaign has been just the, the womp, womp. a series of unfortunate events for Chris Christie. The increasingly poor decisions of Chris Christie. I'll tell you what, though, nobody deserves it more. <laughs> <laughs> Look, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. <laughs> just a Cowboys fan. <laughs> Is he really? I, mean, I think is that's like the worst Cowboys? of it all. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Person. He really is. New Jersey. Yeah, you didn't see him squeezing his himself yes. into the suite at Jerry World in the playoffs against the Lions. Yes, uh, I do remember ago. that. And thinking, God, what an yeah. awful person hugging that demon yeah. that is Jerry Jones. He's got two teams in his state. Pick either but of them. But neither of them. Yeah. Are. Be I don't even care. Be be one of those guys who gets the uh, house divided jersey. Yeah, like, no, I mean, Donald, know, Donald Trump shows up to Yankees games and Mets games. Like, whatever, man. Yeah, I'm okay with that. That's, no, you're, that's you're, fine. You're poli- Cowboys? You're a politician just, in that state or whatever. Or not even Donald Trump wasn't, wasn't a politician. How fan, but dare yeah. you? Come on, man. Come on. Okay, so yeah. one final question no, to right. ask you guys. Okay, right. Um, you are, let's just pick a random state that has a team. Um, let's say Utah. You're in Utah. You're running for uh, an elected position there. Can you be a fan of the Utah Jazz? Yeah. Can you do that? Yeah. 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 How difficult is it? How it's difficult not, is it not. to be a fan of the team where you're running for like a state Look, position, an elected a, official? They have a slick logo. I would wear that hat while I'm not running for president. 
or not. Yeah, I mean, like, like I would, I would definitely like if you if somebody buys me a Utah Jazz hat, I will wear it like proudly. That's a that's a that's a pretty slick logo. This just highlights how awful a horrible person Chris, Chris Christie, Christie is for being a Dallas it's Cowboys a, a fan. A bad politician. That's like a no. bad political move. That's not good. That's not smart. What is Chris Christie? I'll, what's his life? You know, when you phrase it like that, though, it kind of does fit into his M.O. about bad political moves. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. So like, I, imagine, I imagine Paul Ryan, like, in trying to lose a congressional seat, is going to come out and be like, yep, I'm a huge Bears fan. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Like no, you know what he's gonna do? He wants to be out of politics so bad. He's gonna root for the Bears. He's gonna he's gonna support the Bears, but not actively root for them. That's that's what he would do. Yeah. And then and then every Tuesday he would release a statement saying, uh, "Obviously, I don't agree with the Bears' play calling over the past weekend. (laughs) I still support them in the NFL, but I still support them. I still support Jay Cutler. Like." Oh god! All right, that's, that's... think about this though. No, Chris Christie not only not only did he not choose one of the two teams that's in his state, he got taxpayers from that state to pay money to build him a new stadium, and then was like, "Well, I'm not going to go there. Yeah, I'm going to go to Jerry World. <laughs> I'm going to go on. You... I'm going to hop on this fucking jet and get the fuck out of here." <laughs> Have you seen that stadium in Dallas though? I mean, that is a stadium. <laughs> Woo, I went there for WrestleMania this year, and it is pretty nice. I bet, man. I'm kind of jealous of that stadium, to be completely honest. Like, that's pretty sweet. It's crazy. It's cra- The screens there are so big. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's they're like the size of a regular stadium. Like, there's seriously, you could fit a <laughs> hockey rink, like, within the, the structure that are the four jumbotrons they've got. It's insanity. Which is good, because we were way up there <laughs> watching very tiny people. Throw each other around. <laughs> and on that note, I think we're gonna we're gonna have to end for this week. Well, I had to get in. I had to get in my uh, my WWE correspondent duties. Yeah, that's important. Uh, do you have a quick uh, Pepe update for us? Did you see when the Secret Service had to take Trump off the stage and someone made it into two Pepe agents? Yes, yes. Yeah, I did Secret see Service that. agents. That was pretty funny. So good! Oh my god! Oh, we didn't even Trump about the talk talk about the Trump assassination. We didn't even Trump about the Trump assassination. That's how that's how effective his campaign is. How is that WWE correspondent not talked about uh, the the wrestler running in his home state for oh Rhino the Rhino Uh, yeah the fifteenth district for the state house of representatives in Michigan Uh, Rhino yeah Uh, ECW original. Uh, and current WWE SmackDown Tag Team Champion is uh, running. Yeah, I, mean, I don't think he's gonna win. But yeah, uh, this is uh, th- this is turning into Revenge of the King of trying to end podcast. Return of the King. So, yeah. yeah, Return of the Revenge King. of the King. Revenge of the King. Do you remember that scene <laughs> where, where Aragorn <laughs> just stabs Frodo through the heart? <laughs> you were such a pussy this entire time. <laughs> I can imagine Vigo Mortensen saying that line. <laughs> Sam is the real hero. Stab. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you so much for listening to The Kids Are All Left. I've been Dan Matthews, joined by my co-host tonight. Naim Siddiqui. And our military correspondent, and also new uh, WWE correspondent, and Aaron Sorkin correspondent. And, yes. And Pepe. And Pepe. And Pepe. And host of This Week in Pepe. <laughs> Alex Payette, also the one who came up with the long and winding road to the White House. Yes, you subtitle. did. Yeah, we never said that. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we will see you tomorrow night, or I guess tonight, 
for our live coverage. And not Alex, because he's shaking his head. Because he has to work like a person. But we'll see you all tomorrow night, tonight. Thank you so much for listening. See you next time.